Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Do you live in constant fear of someone spilling coffee all over your computer and losing everything you own? Then you need Backblaze. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Backblaze link on the right-hand side, and never worry about your data ever again. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. A hundred percent correct, just like usual. I it's can't really remember. it's kind of amazing. It's almost like you could set your clock on my predictions, if that were possible. I'm pretty sure that you got a hundred percent of them wrong. I think I got a hundred percent correct. I mean I think you're wrong, judging Chris. by the fact that I didn't watch them. I'm assuming that I was right. So, once again, from my Oscar predictions on Friday, congratulations You're to... You're 100% incorrect. Reese Witherspoon, Bradley <laughs> Cooper, and, of course, Selma for winning the best picture. Congratulations <laughs> to all of you, and uh, I expect to get uh, some kind of residual back-end check on that one. Absolutely. I mean, I hope people went to Vegas with those predictions. They should. Mm-hmm. They should have. They could be rolling in the dough right I'm now. I'm sure they are. I'll, I'll be hired by a studio soon. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Of course, I said we are live here, and that is because we are broadcasting at funemploymentradio.com slash live, where you can subscribe for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free and listen to 24 hours of content. And we have a live chat there. I want to give a shout out to Norm from Texas, who apparently in Texas right now, he said it is raining ice. And that is why he is not at work. And Norm is a survivor. He's in the, he's in the chat. He's I surviving. I believe that he could do that. He's making it through. Well, hi, Norm. Hi, Katie. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. So raining ice. That, that is not a fun time. That's not what I would expect in Texas. Not myself, anyway. No, I would not expect okay. that either. Well, there we go. Well, uh, I didn't again, expect I it to be raining yesterday in L.A. while it was sunny here in Portland. Uh, I don't think a lot of people did. Is all weather talk? I was really... I'm trying to segue it to the Oscars because okay. you were just talking about the, well, there was, how you that think was, you were 100% right. Now, now I see kind of where you were going with that. I guess I, I should have just let that happen. Yeah, uh, I, I was making I, a weather transition. Okay, I was actually quite proud of that. All right. Well, it is Monday. All right. Let's it, go ahead. Let's, let's try it. Let's it try it again. It's icy in Texas and it's sunny here today. All right. Let's, let's try it again. So um, didn't expect it to be uh, raining ice down in Texas right now. <laughs> you know what? I bet the folks attending the Oscars last night didn't expect it to be raining in California. Is that good? Yeah, I mean, it, it is what you said it would be. I don't know. I don't know if we're judging whether it was good or not. That no, did, uh, I'm. I'm. I have to let you know, Greg, that you were 100 percent wrong on your predictions. I was. You were so wrong. You I could not have been more wrong. Damn. Yeah, it couldn't have been more opposite. But you know what? I was kind of correct because the movie that I said that I didn't quite understand. I didn't say that it's necessarily bad, but I just don't get it. I don't get it. Which is Birdman. Oh, yeah, Birdman with uh, you, Michael Keaton. Did you watch it over the weekend? Uh, I saw part of it. I got to admit I did not see the entire thing. Right, I was kind of busy. Um, eh, uh, you know, I, I don't know how it ends, so I can only say that I watched part of it. But um, eh, it was it was there. It was going. It, I mean, it happened. I, I think it was interesting how it was filmed. It I, is not what I expected. I judge a movie based on what I remember about it, and I was talking to someone later on in the same day when I had watched that, uh-huh. and I could not remember what movie I had watched earlier that day. Okay. That's how much it stuck with me in my head. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. And that won Best Picture last night. Well, I like Michael Keaton, though. Michael Keaton's wonderful. I'm not saying he's not wonderful. Yeah. He's the best Batman, clearly, but mm-hmm. um, I, I just I don't know. That movie win. was very strange. Okay, so I did this find upsets a little, you. 
I did find a little sampling of the soundtrack. Remember how I was kind of saying it makes me feel like I'm going to go into like a, like a full-on panic attack? Yeah, I don't know if you said that here on the show or not, but yes, I do remember you saying that. That's something about the, the soundtrack. So I found the soundtrack on here. I just wanted to give you a little demonstration. This is what's going on throughout the entire movie. Just some drumming? Just and random jazz flutes. Just that the entire time. Like, how would how would you like the show if we were doing the podcast the whole time and it's just this in the background? I don't know. Maybe we should try something like that. I mean, should they got an Oscar, it? so they got an Oscar. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that maybe there's something we can pick up from this. I mean, clearly, maybe we should be learning from this, huh? All right, so just some smooth jazz. So I could dub that underneath the entire show. Maybe I think we need to be live though. That's We'd keeping us while. from from having our millions of subscribers. Yes, that's what that's the one we thing that we've been, been lacking. We have just been missing some jazz drumming. Oh well, now we're gonna smooth it out a little mm-hmm. bit. It smooths out. Oh, there it oh. is. Oh no, it's smooth, but it's rough at the same time. I'm going through turmoil right now. I feel like inner turmoil, where I'm like I'm I'm figuring out something, but then at the same time, there's a lot of anger and aggression that'll happen on there, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm so upset, but. Yet I'm, I feel like I'm accomplished. Oh, see, I was feeling it. I was kind of riding the wave right there, but then you took it away. Well, All because right. they have to mix up because this is the Birdman soundtrack, so clearly can't you tell that this is significantly different than the first track on it? Okay. All right. I mean, listen to the juxtaposition of the first track versus this one. Okay. I mean, could it be more different? All right. Well, I think that's something we got to think about. This may be a new way for us to do the show. We need to have a musical score to go along with it. So Behind us? We could be one of the first podcasts to do that. Entire score that will work with each single episode that we do five days a week. An entire original score that'll happen with that. That's that's something that'll get attention right there. That, I'm sure it will. <laughs> <laughs> the right All right. Kind of well, so so overall, though, you did watch the Oscars. Just I feel like we have to talk about this. So what, what is any surprises? Who who did win? Um, who I'm, actually won? So Birdman won Best Picture. Yeah. Uh, Julie, uh, Julianne Moore uh-huh. won Best Actress. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, um, that what was dude, she in? With the, I, I can't remember. I don't know. Okay. Some movie. This is our um, Oscars expert. Yes. This is, <laughs> I never claimed to be an expert. I'm saying I saw this. You're the only one that's watched it. So. And the British guy with the big teeth that's not Benedict Cumberpatch. Benedict Cumberpatch. Uh, the one who played um, Stephen Hawking. Oh, okay. He won Best Actor. Oh, all right. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, Patricia Arquette won Best Supporting Actress. Oh, uh, which, man. Yeah, have you ever seen her in True Romance? Yes, Greg. Let I've me seen just True say. Romance. Well, let me tell you, you should have seen her last night because she was. Uh, her speech consisted of talking about females uh, demanding equal wages for equal work. Okay. It was pretty awesome. It was good? It okay. was very, very good. All right. Um, also, before the show, this is why I kind of love her, she seemed wasted. Uh. Like, honestly, she was in her, like, when she was talking to someone, she's like, oh, let me tell you, and her hair was everywhere. Yeah, good for her. I love her. I loved her yeah. even more, and, like, she was just, you know, having a grand old time Dude, she's an show. Arquette. That's a whole lot of crazy in there. Yeah, and Arquettes can get away with pretty much anything. They would be fun to party with, though. I can't imagine a Hollywood family that would be more fun to party with than the Arquettes. Mm-hmm. They seem like they would be a good time. A good time up to a certain point, and then you'd want to get the hell out of there. <gasps> oh, do you think they, like, turn? I think at a certain point, they turn into Stabby. I think they would turn on you at a certain point or each other, but up until that point, they'd be a good time. I would say they'd they would probably turn on each other. I could see that. Yeah, but you don't want to get caught in the middle of that. I think Patricia and David Arquette are probably like the angriest ones. You think? Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway, that's entirely possible. Maybe this will be more compelling with some Birdman soundtrack. No, I, guess. I don't think we need that. I don't think we need that at all. All right. Well, so anyway, that's 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 kind of what happened. I did say I, I did want to bring this up 
because uh, it was in the chat as well. Uh, Nightmare at Nibblers, the all-original movie by Fun Employment Radio with director Derek Lemire, uh, was not nominated for an Oscar, although I don't think we could submit yet since it just came out a couple weeks ago or a week and a half ago. I don't think we were allowed to submit yet. Can so, we submit for next year's Oscars? I think we can submit for next okay. year, and then you can watch it right now at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Just click on the link right there, and you can purchase it for six ninety nine. That's it, and you get to own it forever and watch it as many times as you want to. It is the ghost investigation of my house. We so. could do like the short... Well, like the I yeah. can't I can't take the music behind behind this anymore. I don't know if I can do this. It's Oscar winning music, Greg. I understand. I understand that it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, go to funemploymentradio.com where you can pick up a copy of Nightmare at Nibblers: The Ghost Investigation of My House. All right. So so with with that actually that that did make me want to bring up something about my house. So you you watched the Oscars. You did all that stuff. I I did some work over the weekend. Um, worked on taxes and all that stuff. But that, that's not the exciting part of it. I've been having. I've been having some more crazy ass dreams, and I basically I, what I wanted to do is bring it up to you because right, I, I don't like understand this. how to interpret these, and I don't know anyone else that has dreams like these. And I kid you not, this is what I dreamt. This was on Saturday night, and it was one of those things that was so vivid that I woke up and I remembered every specific thing on it. Okay. So here's what happened. Um, this is the dream. I I was I was uh, you know at my house. I woke you know in the dream. I was. Did at it have my the house. little curly haired boy that runs up and down your stairs? No, I did not see him. He wasn't there. The little boy in my dreams, that it, that sounds bad, but it was not in there. And <laughs> so in the live chat, it was questioned, crazy-ass dreams or crazy-comma-ass dreams? It was the first one, crazy-ass dreams. <laughs> so so I'm in my house, and I go down to my – which, again, if you've – honestly, if you've seen Nightmare at Nibblers, you know what my house looks like. So uh, Let I me was, just tell you real quick in funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, James is in the chat, and he said, my girlfriend got too freaked out during the Ouija board scene, and we had to stop during Nightmare at Nibblers. Good job, Greg. Your haunted house is truly frightening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. That's where that I live. amazing. And where that Ouija board scene is, that's where I sleep. That is my bedroom where that happens. So oh, God, how do maybe you even explains. sleep? How do you even dream? How could you even fall asleep? Up I've there? said this before. I have a real good way of just blocking out certain parts of my brain. Like if there's something that I really don't like, I can I can block it off and be like, nope, that didn't happen. Nope, that's not going so your on. Your denial part. Yeah, I have a really heavy denial part. I can I can do that. I can I have control over it. And sometimes it can be a really good thing. Some, but however, when I'm dreaming, it doesn't really doesn't really work. So. Here's here's the dream, and I want I really want your opinion on this. All right, I'm really excited. To and hear I want to hear what other listeners have because I have no idea how to interpret this. So I'm down on my first floor uh, in my house, you know, the the living room and all that stuff. That's where my front door is, and I hear this kind of a knock at the door, but it's not really a knock. It's more of a what, like a scratching? Like somebody's rubbing their fingernails up against the door Ew. instead of like knocking it with their knuckles. They're taking their fingernails and just kind of giving it a quick scratch, like like a cat, like scr- scratching at a door, kind like of, an animal, kind of along those lines. Okay. Yes. And I hear this at the door, and um, I'm like, okay, well, there's somebody here, and I debate it for a second, and this all is what goes on in my dream. I must have, I think, I repeated this dream several times because it's so vivid, and debate it. And I'm like, well. All right, I guess I better go see who's at the door. And I look through the little Oh, so you didn't pull blinds. on me where you just don't answer, where you pretend like you're not home? No, no. I was like, I better answer it because they wouldn't go away. I, I kind of waited for a bit. And I look through the blinds and I don't see anybody. So I'm like, okay, well, that's that's weird. There's nobody there. And I step back and I hear it again. I'm like, well, there's somebody there. What's going on here? It's kind of freaking me out. And so Please I- don't say it's like a legless like child or something. Let me explain. I don't know if this is going to be better for you or not. So I oh, I open the door slowly, and I'm looking up at like eye level, 
like it's, it's like in my dream, I kind of have like tunnel vision. I'm looking at eye level and I don't see anything again. I'm like, that's weird. And then I slowly pan down and I have this little stool that's uh, that's kind of on my front porch area and sitting on this stool resting. Oops. I just bumped my microphone. Sorry. Sitting, yeah, yeah, sitting on my stool on the stool resting is this creature that is like laying down. It's, I would say this, I'll describe it from, from the bottom part up. It looks like a lamb. It's like a like a baby, like a lamb. Well, okay, which a lamb is a baby. Uh, it's a it's a lamb it's kneeling on top of this um, of the stool on your front on top patio? of the stool. Okay, so it's like fur, you know, wool and all that stuff. So it's just it's just kind of a lamb sitting there. And when I'm looking at that. I'm like, well, that's really weird. And I keep looking up towards its face, and I say face because it wasn't a lamb's face. So what was going on? It was like a lamb. With with a person's face melded what? into it, almost like a baby's face. A baby's face on melded the- into the lamb. So it was like a. It was still a lamb. It was like a white face, like a lamb, but it was a person's face instead of like a lamb's nose and snout and all that stuff. It was a person's face, and it was just staring at me. Oh my god! And so this is sitting here on on the. On the on the uh, you know the stool on my front patio and it's staring at me and I'm like oh hey hang on our live stream's down we gotta pause for a second are you fucking kidding me yeah all right let me okay well you should keep this in really quick because honestly I'll wait though every time that this happens it usually is when you're talking about something really creepy about your house yeah it is very odd when our when our live stream cuts out or when that does happen yeah huh that is weird all right well just to check really quick people in the live (laughs) chat are we back on now. Yes, are we, are we yeah, here? It's there. Okay. Uh, Norm from Texas says, tell me, Nibbler, do you hear the screams of the lambs still? All right. Well, let me get back to what I was saying. So there's more. We're back. We're back. We're good. Okay. Let's, let's just, I'm just going to do a quick build up back to where I'm we were. I'm kind of freaked out as to what gonna, is well, happening here. Okay. I'm going to do a quick build up back to where we were so that we know what's what's going on. So as I was saying, like I opened the door and I'm, I look at this it? thing. It's a lamb baby. You know, it's a lamb. <laughs> I love your serious voice. You say, and it was a lamb baby. It was a lamb baby. <laughs> Um, and so this lamb is out there and, and I'm looking at the face and, and it's, uh, I'm, I'm quiet, you know, I had opened the door and so I'm just kind of staring at this thing and I look up and the face is the face of like a child. I w- wouldn't say maybe a baby, maybe a child. This is an update, right? This isn't the podcast. Well, I was doing this so that I could end up cutting it together so I could figure out where well, to Well, your voice together. is totally different because it sounds, you're in like you're, you're low quiet. That's why I thought it sounded like you were talking in your behind the scenes voice. Okay, let me just let me just tell the story and I'll I'll figure out how to cut it together and, okay. and work it. So I open the door <laughs> and there on the stool on the front patio is okay. a lamb. I'm looking at it, you know, it's got wool and uh actually don't say anything. Oh, I'm not supposed to talk. Yeah, I'm. Tr- I'm really. I'm trying to. Okay, <laughs> this behind the scenes here. I'm. I'm just. I'm trying to build the story back up so when I do my editing later, I can. I can seamlessly edit it so that none of this ever happened. Um, but when when Sarah talks over it, it I it just it, it makes it really talk. difficult for me to do that. Just let me get back to you the didn't part tell where me I was. Not to talk. All right, now let I know me get not back to, to the part of where I was looking at the face, and then then you can continue. How do I know when I'm allowed to talk? I'll give you a signal. Okay. I'll give you a signal. All right, and we'll do that. Okay. I open the door, and there on this stool on my front patio is, um, is this creature. And I'm looking at it, and it's it's a lamb. You know, I'm looking at it. It's a lamb. It's 
like folded up like a lamb that's kind of kneeling kneeling on this stool. And you know, it's got the wool and everything like that. It's got the wool of the of a lamb and I'm I'm looking up at it and slowly as I go towards the face, I realize it's not the face of a lamb. It's which is odd. it's odd enough that there's a lamb on the on the stool on my front patio. But it's like it's a baby or a child's face mixed in with the lamb. So it's like white like a lamb's face, but it's but it's a it's a person. And it's staring at me. And it's just sitting there with a lamb's body sitting on the stool looking at me. And so I I look at it and Is it making eye contact with you? Yeah, it's making direct eye contact does it, with does me. Does it talk or is it just kinda of looking at you and Well, let me get to that. All I'm right. not done I'm not you done at that point. I found some dream music. Maybe it'll make it seem a little more whimsical if I play some dreamy kind of music in Whimsical. The I'm not being whimsical. This is actually the dream. I this is how it happened. Now you're just trying to creep me out. What the hell is this? It's dream music. Okay. I've been saving this specifically for your next dream story. <laughs> I have some All right, so really there's a little lamb baby face thing sitting there. Okay. And it's been scratching at your door with its little hoofs. Well, and that's the thing. Well, here's there's two points to this. So one, I'm staring at it, and I'm, I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, in my dream, I'm just kind of, like, taken aback for a second, but I'm not instantly scared. And I'm, I'm looking at it, and it's just making eye t- contact with me, and it feels like this lasts forever feels like this went on for a long time where I'm staring at it. I'm like kind of kind of unnerved, but I'm also kind of curious at the same time. I'm like, what, what is this? And it looks at me, and it kind of sits up a little bit, sits up into a sitting stance, and I look at its feet. It doesn't have hooves. It has like cat, like cat paws. So it's got little claws on it. So I've, I've noticed so far it's a lamb body with cat claws and paws and a human-ish face. Just and you said it's more of like a baby human, not an older human. Yeah, like a child. Yeah, like a young child <laughs> okay. melded in. A, a child yeah. human. Yeah. And it sits up with this, with its, with its claws out, and it stares at me, and it's like, I'd like to come in. And uh, I kid you not, this is what's going on. It says, I'd like to come in? I'd like to come in. In a child's voice? I'd like to come in. No, in kind of like that voice. Like, not, Obviously, it wasn't my voice, but it wasn't a child's voice. It's just like, I'd like to come in. I'd like to come in. I'd like to come in. Ooh, and like the ca- black-eyed children. Kind, yeah. Because they all just that's want the to, rumor. they insist that they want to come inside. That's all that they want to do. That is true. Yeah, that's what the black-eyed children, supposedly, they show up at your door. If you've never read anything about them, look up black-eyed children. It's really creepy. They have, like, solid, like, eight-ball black eyes, and they show up at your house or your car or something, and they always want to be let in, and you're never supposed to let them in. So Nobody knows why you're not supposed to let them in, but you're not supposed to let them in. So I'm sitting there staring at this thing, and it's like, I want to come in. Let me in. I want to come in. Let me in. And it's saying this to me. And uh, and I, at first I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, okay, I guess I guess he can come in. Like I, Why I, would I, you I, look at a because lamb I wasn't with, thinking. with cat claws? I wasn't, I wasn't thinking. It was like I just like kind of backed up and I was like opening the door. And then I realized at the last second, I'm like, wait a yeah. minute. I don't want the lamb baby with the, with the creepy cat claws coming into my house and like starts getting off of the stool like it's going to come in. You know, it's like, let me in. Let me in. I want to come in. Let me in. And what is wrong with the inside of your head? This is the dream. This is the dream I I was having. Um, Yeah, people are actually asking, have you been watching True Blood lately? No. I don't know what the hell this is. So I I realized, though, as I started opening the door and it started getting up, I'm like, wait a minute. I do not want this, this lamb thing coming into my house. Lamb baby. The lamb baby thing. And so I... 
I closed the door on it really quick. Like I kind of snap out of it and I close the door really quick. And so it tranced you, which is kind of what happens with the black eyed children, too, because it's supposedly you're just like kind of standing there staring at them. I don't know. And I mean, I can say kind of I have not read anything about. The, I mean, that wasn't like on the top of my mind, like the black eyed children thing. Uh, I do know what you're referencing, but I haven't read anything about that in months and months. So that was not the top of my mind. But you're right. It is kind of similar to that. So, yeah, so in the live chat, uh, someone going by the name of someone's attractive cousin said sort of a man sheep cat. Yeah, I would say baby sheep cat. But yeah. Oh, yeah, along those a baby lines. Baby sheep cat. All right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I close the door. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. I don't want this thing coming in. And I hear this. And it instantly starts scratching. And it's like a little bit more feverish. Okay, okay. You're kind of creeping me Well, out, this actually. is how vivid this dream was. Oh, and right. this is what yes, I'm still going to. I got to tell it because it's not quite over yet. Like, it went from there to where. It's scraping at it, and I knew it wanted in, and I did not want to let it in. And so I backed away, and I just kind of walked around in my house, and I walked to my kitchen. And then at the back door, which there's that's where my back door is, I hear it. And so I'm like, oh, I don't like this at all. I'm just going to go upstairs. Like, I knew the doors were locked, so I'm like, oh, I should be fine. And I went upstairs, and this is the last part of the dream, is I'm laying in my bed, and I have a window upstairs, uh, kind of one of the attic windows, and... Um, there at the window, looking at me while I'm laying in bed, is the sheep baby staring at me. Oh, my God. How did it get up two, two stories? No idea. Like, it it's was on the roof. Stand- it was just- on the roof. Because I live in a converted attic. That's what it is. But, I mean, it's, it's a finished room. And there are windows there. But, yeah, it's it was just staring at the window. Wait, so it's, like, standing on, like, the windowsill or on the roof? Yeah, on the, on the ledge of the window. Yeah, just staring in. Just staring. Like, and it was dark, but I could see it. Like, it was kind of, like, lit up a little bit. And just like looking at it. That's me. fucking terrifying. And it wasn't saying anything. It was just looking at it. Was it at nighttime me. or was it daytime when nighttime. this was happening? This was all at nighttime. How could you see it at night? Was it like glowing? Was there That's like a what light? I mean. Well, it was like. I mean, I could see it like silhouette through it. I mean, there was some kind of light on it a little bit so I could see it. It was like almost like if it had like side lighting or something like that. And it was just staring at me. And it wasn't saying anything. It wasn't scratching. It was just staring. And then I went to sleep. In my dream, I went to sleep. Oh my God! That's what. So it not was. only do you have the, I I don't know. I mean, what does little... this mean? What what does this say? Oh my God! So not only do you have like the little creepy doors in your rooms that go to all those the the side rooms. Well, that's reality. Yes, I do have that. Not only is there a small curly haired boy that you hear running that's up and down a... your stairs in the middle. That of the I night. don't know. That's part of the. Not only have you been strangled by an old woman in your sleep. That's okay. That's. Not only Again, when you had butter, mix up the truths and you're you're okay. Give the facts and then the supposed. What is stuff. the fact? Because I'm saying the fact is I do have creepy little doors in my room. You that is not, a fact. Yeah, a lot of times too, when you're dreaming about sleeping or falling asleep, that could be like you having an out of body experience. Like you don't usually dream in your dreams that you're sleeping. That doesn't make any sense. I have never dreamt that I was in my bed going to sleep. Hmm. Really. No, I mean, why? That's no. Yeah, I mean, I walked downstairs. I remember, I, like, I, I kind of walked downstairs into the living room, you know, just kind of, yeah, recapping it, and then, then finally, I was like, Ugh, no, I don't like this, and then I went back up and laid down in my bed and saw it looking in the window, and then I went to sleep. I don't know, dude. You can't explain it. There's no explanation for this. Is this have I you think ever that had now a dream you have like, like a gremlin outside of your house, and so not only is the inside <laughs> haunted, but you have like. Gremlins on the wing of the plane, except for it's a sheep man baby on the you know edge of your house. That's super creepy. 
Yeah, that's, I mean. I don't see a lot of, like, creatures in in my dreams. I don't usually either. Not that I know of. But, yeah, that's, uh, okay, somebody in the chat is calling this a chimera. What's a, what's a chimera? Can you look that up for me? Yeah. C-H-I-M-E-R-A. All right, so look at, so chimera. If you can look that up for me, and I'll read what uh, Cammy wrote in the live chat here at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Chimera uh, cat. Dream of, a dream of seeing a chimera indicates that you deem your life to be unorganized and are not sure of what steps to take next. All right? You should reevaluate your priorities and try to understand your true feelings. Only then will you lose these feelings of frustration and disaccord. All right. Okay. I, I can oh, pronounce chimera. Chimera. Okay. Chimera. Um, Chimera hmm. is a monster from Greek mythology that breathes fire and has a lion's head, a goat's body, and a snake's tail. Or else it can be, it, it doesn't have to be specifically that. It can be something that exists only in your imagination and is not possible in reality. Okay. Huh. Well, I mean, maybe. I don't know. So, Chimera. Huh. That's creepy. Well, uh, like I said, I don't have any explanation for it. I really don't understand what that was, but... And I feel like it happened more than once during the night because I, I remember it so vividly. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's. And I woke up remembering it, it exactly, so I don't. I don't know. That's really weird. Okay, I, that actually makes me uncomfortable when you do that. Mm. Don't scrape the table like you're some creature thing. It's really creepy. Well, if anybody can offer any explanation as to why I had that dream or what was the purpose of that or if there is any reason or, once again, if I am just, in fact, insane. I know. Sometimes um, you really scare me because you like you have these things that happen to you for no apparent reason. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. I'm not entirely sure. Um, you can send us, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com to, uh, to let <laughs> – let me know if you understand what that means. It's being uh, said in the chat, Greg fathered an evil child back in Monmouth some years ago, and it's come of age and has begun to look for him. I do not believe that is the case. Oh, God. <laughs> huh. Okay, uh, Tony says, you are losing it, Greg. I think it is sleep deprivation. Uh, James says, well, that flu is going around and can cause some crazy fever dreams, or you ate some spoiled dairy. Uh, no, no, I don't think I did either of those things. Do you have things. the flu? No, I don't have the flu, so... I did hurt myself, uh, hurt my leg, but that was about it. That was that was just because I was I'm clumsy. All right, I'm, I'm very I'm sorry that you hurt yourself. Yeah, it was that just that's, that's the only thing the I've got. Yeah, or I, I accidentally kicked my ankle against my bed frame, so then that, there's really oh, that's no not good. no that was getting up in the morning. But that's that's about all I've got. So no, I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe somebody else knows about that. Okay. Well, that maybe if somebody can send in an email, funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Like I said, I don't have any other explanation. That is what happened to me uh, in my dream. I don't know. So there we go. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I never have creatures. I just have uh, apocalyptic dreams usually for the most part. Apocalyptic dreams? Yeah, like it's the end of the world. Okay. I have a lot of those. Okay. Where like the world's ending and I'm like trying to get on an airplane or like I'm in a strange city and the city's already on fire. Okay. Or um, I know that there are creatures, but I don't see them. Hmm. All right. Yeah, but a lot of them, I'm yeah, I'm in cities, and then I, I remember I can fly, and so I'm flying around the cities, like trying to see how bad the destruction is. Weird. I did have this dream years ago. I talked about it on the Rick Emerson show, where these uh, aliens were shaped like, uh, like toy soldiers, like those little mm-hmm. green ones you could do. And when they would hit the ground, they would start reanimating. And oh, okay. Around, it was terrifying. That's weird. That's like uh, there's a movie about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe they stole my dream. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, hello, my friends. Okay. 
My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, this is not a sentence that anyone ever really wants to hear, particularly if you're a man. Out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. A night out drinking and an argument with his girlfriend nearly cost a Tulsa man his penis. No. Officers, are, he still has his penis, don't you worry. But I'm saying, like, if, you, if, you, if your lady friend's acting a little crazy, maybe you shouldn't taunt her. If you think that she might be into the penis biting. Uh, officers responded to a Tulsa hospital early uh, last Friday morning where a man claimed his girlfriend had attacked him while he slept. So this woman's name is Amber Ellis. She is arrested for maiming and assault with a dangerous weapon, her mouth. According to the police report, the victim said he and his girlfriend were out drinking and began arguing while walking home. Uh, they were arguing most specifically because he kept telling her he was annoyed with how needy she had become. Well, the couple verbally fought in the apartment until the victim uh, told police that his girlfriend, Amber Ellis, stormed off, slamming the bedroom door. The victim then said he fell asleep on the couch, only to wake up finding Amber Ellis biting on his penis. Oh, God. The victim told police that he fought Ellis off, but then after she finished biting him, she hit him in the head with a laptop computer. Nobody tells Amber Ellis that she is too needy. needy. This is going to really help her. In the long term, all right. Yeah, once hospitalized, the victim received several stitches to the base of his penis. He will be okay and was treated for injuries to his head, face, neck, fingers, and knee. (sighs) Amber Ellis was taken into custody and booked in the Tulsa County Jail. I bet he goes back to her, too. That seems like the kind of thing where you... This seems... I I do not know anything, any more details other than what you're saying, but I bet he goes back to her. Or she's got a very long, lonely life ahead of her. Let me just ask you this. So it was a bit on the base of his penis. So I wonder yeah. if, like, it was around the side or if it was. It doesn't matter. Why does it matter? I don't know. I was just, I was just wondering. I don't think it matters. <laughs> if it's really? bit, it's bit. If it's, yeah, I think it's more, the more you're focusing on the wrong part of that issue. All right, so let's move away from the penis story. Next up, out of Auckland, New Zealand, a New Zealand discount store has pulled temporary tattoos from its shelves following public backlash after it was discovered that they were Nazi tattoos. Oh. Yes, this market was selling... I'm sorry, I'm pretty sure that everybody in the entire world is pretty aware of what the the Nazis were and what a swastika is. They were selling swastikas? They were selling swastika temporary tattoos, but they claimed ignorance that they did not know that that was what that, uh, that symbol represented. So this is at the number one mart in Auckland. Um, they're going to recall all the two uh, tattoo packets uh, that will be returned to the supplier. So um, one of the shoppers who was in there was shopping with his four-year-old daughter, and he came across a packet that included Nazi-style eagles perched over swastikas. Oh, also geez. in the pack. Okay, there's no disputing that. Yeah. Then. Also, in, within the pack, there were peace signs as well. What? So it was random symbols that they had, I guess, for these temporary tattoos. How does one accidentally put a Nazi that's exactly eagle my over point. a swastika tattoo into something? I have no idea. But like, that's there's what no claiming. mistaking that. That is no mistaking claiming. that. Yeah, uh, Suman in the chat said swastikas are a popular good look charm in Asia because yeah, the, yes, and I know the whole history. In case anybody doesn't know, the swastika was taken by the Nazis and used. You know, it's actually an ancient symbol. Sorry, I don't care how ancient it was and how wonderful a symbol that could have been in the past. It's ruined. Nazis ruined that. It's done. Get they over that. It's gone. Ruined it. yeah. It's gone. Um, 
But on top of that, you put the eagle over the swastika. Yeesh. Yeah, so his kid yeah. was, this guy's four-year-old kid was looking at all the temporary tattoos, pulled out one of them and was looking at them, and the guy looked down and saw that his daughter was looking at swastikas with eagles and peace signs all in this temporary tattoo packet. <sighs> uh, number one, Mart, uh, they thanked this shopper, his name is Anthony Smith, uh, for bringing it to their attention and apologized to everybody who might have witnessed it. Uh, they said, our store stocks many products and it's not our aim to offend anyone. However, maybe you should check to make sure you don't have Nazi symbology. Probably good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one of uh, the stories out of Florida. Um, it's Al Monte Springs, Al Monte Springs, Florida. This is kind of my nightmare being a the woman that lives, that lives alone, which is why I always lock my door. I always leave a note. That's right. You always leave a note. Police in Al Monte Springs say that a man is still out there after he has been masturbating around an apartment building who has been seen twice. Also, even worse, this man walked into a woman's apartment, stole her cell phone, took a picture of her while she was in the shower, and then accessed her Facebook page and posted the picture of her showering online. Yeah. That is messed up. Broke into her apartment, took a picture of her in the shower with like her see-through shower That's like a horror story. And then uploaded it via her own Facebook page on her phone. So he stole her phone and did it on that. Wow. Yeah. How creepy is that? So this guy has apparently been seen all around this uh, apartment residence in Alamante Springs. Uh, He's been spotted twice masturbating while peering into residences. Uh, The suspect is described as a white male between 5'6 and 5'9, wearing dark clothing and blue jeans. That really narrows it down. That is so. Uh, that is, that is something from a horror movie. Yes, and that's why I lock my. Even when I like, I know other people who will like leave their doors open. That's I, so messed up. I lock my door oh. even when I run down to the laundry room. Like I never, ever, ever leave my apartment door unlocked. Even if I'm just running to to check the mail down the hall, I lock my door every fucking yeah. time because of nightmare stories like this. Yeah. No, I can understand why you would do that. That that makes sense. mm Hmm. <laughs> it's just a whole smattering of crazy today. Yeah. Hey, Pamela Anderson is still God, relevant. He's still out there too. <laughs> I'm know. sorry, just thinking about that. Yeah, it's creepy. How did he get into her phone? Didn't she have a? Didn't she have a, like a security lock on it? A lot of people still don't like have a security lock on their phone. Put, put a security lock on your phone. Yes, put a security lock on your phone. Yeah. Trust me, you I really would suggest, do want that. I would suggest that you do that. It always baffles me when I when I see people's phones who don't do that. Because somebody could just oh, pick it up. Oh, I love it, it when they do because I'll pick it up and then I'll post things for them. Well, I know, but someone could pick it up and like access any of your accounts, access like yeah, bank I wouldn't account, do that. anything. Yeah, that's 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 a lot more well, serious things. You can't say that you wouldn't do that. Yeah, well, you're saying that you pick up No, I'm not going to access somebody's account. <laughs> I don't care about that stuff. Nothing nefarious. I just want to post ridiculous things on Facebook and make it look like it came from them. All right. Well, Pamela Anderson is apparently still relevant to some people, including a woman in the United Kingdom who has spent over $30,000 to try and look exactly like her. Yes, this woman, her name is uh, Carolyn, and she had her last name changed to Anderson so that she could be more similar to Pamela Anderson. So, uh, Isn't it kind of weird to have an obsession with Pamela Anderson like now? It, that's what I'm saying. It's like completely outdated. Like 1994, okay, maybe 20 years ago, 95, but... Well, she has spent over $30,000 on plastic surgeries in order to look like her favorite Baywatch star, Pamela Anderson. Uh, so this woman is 30 years old. She's from Liverpool. She really loves Pamela Anderson. And then it says this is a, a British article of the United States. Of so the United States. Of the United States of America. 
Uh, so this woman, Carolyn Anderson, devoted her whole life to look and act like Pamela Anderson. So far, Carolyn Anderson has spent $30,000 for plastic surgeries, including eight breast plant procedure, or breast breast plant, Wait. breast implant procedures. Want to try that one more time? Breast implant procedures. Eight How many breast, of them? Eight. Eight breast implant procedures. One more time. Stop it. Um, she had to keep getting uh, more and more breast implant procedures done uh, after the first one didn't go so well as an implant exploded while she was in a tanning booth. Oh, jeez. Yeah. She also wears contact lenses, so her brown eyes appear blue to look even more like Pamela Anderson. Uh, she regularly receives injections of Botox, highlights, eyebrow dyes, lip tattoos, and spray tans to look lip like her. Lip tattoos? Explain that. People get, like, their lipstick tattooed on sometimes. What? Yeah. Like, you can get uh, your eyebrows tattooed on. Makeup I've heard of the good. eyebrow thing, like especially if women pluck their eyebrows too much or something and they go away, so you tattoo them on. But Oh, yeah, people get I, – I have a friend who actually has her eyeliner tattooed on. What? Yeah, you can get pretty much any But that's makeup. makeup. Wouldn't you want to change that? What if the style changes? What if there's some kind of – what if down the road you want to change that? It means that that much work to put on eyeliner I where you just want I think if she's modeling tattooed? herself after 1994's Pamela Anderson, she probably doesn't have to worry about the style from the past changing. Well, and obviously I wouldn't know. You know, I don't understand, but – Tattooing lipstick on yourself? That seems seems a bit... Well, Greg, you don't know the curse of having pale lips. You're right. You're Mm -hmm. right. What if, like, you're going through your goth phase and you tattoo, like, black lipstick on or something like that? I don't think anyone's tattooing black lipstick on their face. And then you're like, oh, wait, I don't like the cure anymore. And shoot, but it's too late now. I'm pretty sure that nobody's dying tattooing their lips black. Okay. Okay. Uh, So the inspiration for her lifelong devotion to be the blonde bombshell... Again, the story is very outdated. Uh, came from her father, Billy. Now, Billy told Carolyn Anderson when she was 10 years old that she looked like Pamela Anderson after getting a haircut. And since then, she's kept up the look. Mm. 20 years. 20 that is years a ago. long time for that obsession. Years. What went wrong in her life? Something around the age of 10. <laughs> what, what is this woman's name again? Uh, she goes by Carolyn Anderson. Carolyn Anderson. Okay. She's very freaky looking. Is she? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll look that up here. I mean, I guess she looks kind of similar in the way that she has big blonde hair and big fake boobs. Okay. And it's tan. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So she says that, yeah, she wants this because her dad told her that she looked like Pamela Anderson after getting a haircut. Ew, that's even creepier. It's super creepy. All right. And finally... Now, we've heard the stories before about women who like to auction off their virginity, to, you know, to try and, you know, like for Yeah, hundreds. there was a girl in, like, South America or something that was doing that, yeah, wasn't there? there have yeah, been, there have been women here and there that have auctioned off their virginity. However, I've never seen, and I don't think it's ever happened before, that a man has tried to auction off his virginity. Well, now that's happening. A security guard, a Romanian security guard, is selling his virginity after reading about women doing the same thing. What is his, um, what kind of virginity? Uh, his uh, his 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 virginity. I don't know his, his sexy is virginity. Is he going to be? Um, I'm just asking. Like, what kind of virginity? Like, what? I think it's the penetration kind of virginity. Yeah, but is he the one? Doing the penetrating, or is he... He's trying to find a lady. Okay, there we go. That's oh, what I okay. Know. That's what... You confused me. Well, I was just trying to ask. I mean, I don't know. Okay, so this guy is... Uh, his name is uh, Soren Salinovici. 
24 years young. Wow, 24. Uh, wants $3,000 for someone to get the privilege of taking his virginity. Does he know how that works? Like, I don't think that he does. So like this guy, he thinks a woman's going to pay three grand? He thinks he's very confused, and he thinks that for some reason that him being a 24-year-old virgin would be worth money to somebody. I think somebody's misled him a little bit. Uh, so uh, this guy, his name's Soren, uh, he says he the winning bid must be from someone who is also decent looking. <laughs> and because funny. That's what he should, and also, Because yeah. <laughs> those are the stipulations he should put on after saying that he, someone can have sex with him for the first time for $3,000. Uh, so Soren said, I read a, uh, a lot about girls doing this and thought if they can do it, so can I. Uh, regarding her appearance, the woman that buys my virginity has to look decent. I'm not saying she has to be very beautiful, but look normal and nice and be a nice, honest person. What kind of nice, honest person is going to pay three grand to have sex with a virgin? <laughs> I don't know. But I, I, nice and honest are probably not going to be qualities associated with that kind of person. No. If you can find that kind of person. Well, Soren has posted, uh, put up posters all around his hometown to which he puts a picture of himself and writes uh, about his virginity being for auction for $3,000. Uh, under the subheadline, it also says, it could be a nice present for someone on International Women's Day, which takes place on March 8th. <laughs> this guy is ensuring he will be a virgin for the rest of his life. Yeah, you think? That is what he's ensuring. <laughs> could be a nice present. It could be a nice present. Really? On International Women's Day, which is happening on March 8th. So he said, uh, so he's trying <laughs> At to At least he's not suffering from a low self-esteem. I mean. <laughs> right? So he does say uh, he's doing it for to help with his financial troubles because I, apparently all that he has to offer is his virginity in life. <laughs> so he said he's doing it for his financial troubles, not for fun, and I want $3,000. I won't <laughs> give it away for less. <laughs> Ladies, well, go you don't get have, him. You he doesn't have, want to have fun at all. No. It won't be fun. And you better be nice looking. You better be nice looking. It's not going to be fun. And I won't do it for less than $3,000. I, I want a good, honest person. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. If anyone's in Romania <laughs> anytime soon, you want to spend $3,000 Delusional, it. angry virgin ever. Seriously. What, what is this guy's name? Uh, his name is, you can find the poster too. It's Soren Georgian Salinivici. S A L I N I E V I C I. I have, no, I cannot find it based on. All right, I'll find your, Yeah, if you can find it, I'm just curious. I just want to. Oh, that's amazing. All I'm saying is. There will be expectations set for a guy that aren't set for the girl in that kind of situation. That That is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go, my friends. There you have it. There's your world of crazy. That's awesome. I want three grand. I want it now. Want <laughs> and you fun. have to be pretty. Not for less. <laughs> and you fantastic. can't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Maybe we should get that guy on for an interview just so we can explain his uh, explain what it is that he's going for. Okay. I, for, for everybody. That sounds like that would be a great time. I think it's a good idea. He seems like a ball of laughs. Seems like he'd be a great great interview. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Perhaps some of the ladies of Fun Appointment Radio listeners will 
be interested. You never know. No, no. they never would. I don't think so. I, I have much All more right. faith in our listeners. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do a little bit of ball talk. A little bit. It's, it's small balls today. Just a little bit. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Sad news for marathoners who were planning on traveling to North Korea for the Pyongyang Marathon. So they were going to be having uh, one of the first marathons. I believe it's actually the second one where they're going to allow foreigners to race in the marathon. Oh, boy. We should have really gotten in on that. I know. I feel bad that we didn't didn't know about this. Well, they had opened it up. But now they have decided to close it off Uh because of some very serious concerns. So they're saying that they're closing it off because of their concerns over the fact that they believe the U.S. has created an Ebola virus as a biological weapon and that they plan on infiltrating North Korea during the marathon and infecting everyone with it. Dun, dun, dun. So it's unfortunate that this is, this is why, they're, why they're closing it off. Now, of note, no Ebola cases have been reported in North Korea or anywhere near it. And despite the fact of their big advertising campaign saying that they were going to allow it, it is not going to be happening. So, uh, sorry, sorry to everyone who had planned and made their trips, but uh, yes, it will not be going on. Now, among the things, they, they do say that they will be having a 10K that'll be coming up, um, and also a half marathon. So there's still a chance to get in there and then be kidnapped by the regime and, um, you know. Oh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Now, they did make a promotional video for this back in December, just kind of advocating it. I'll play just a little bit of the audio. It's it's pretty amazing. This is the oh, song. Oh, wow. See if you can figure out what song this is. And this is, of course, uh, juxtaposed with pictures of North Koreans running around, and then there's a gunshot. Can you guess the song? Is this Take On Me by Uh Aha? This is what their their video advertising people coming here to race in the marathon. They used a polka version of Take On Me. That is incredible. Well, now I kind of want to go. And then a bunch of runners running next to a train and a woman who looks like she's... They're having the best time ever, clearly, yes, because clearly she's in North they're, Korea. They're all laughing and having such a great oh, time. Oh, man. It must be so freeing to be there. <laughs> then they have the pictures of these... Poor people, like, running in the rain. They look like... They look miserable because they're in North Korea. They do. They look there, miserable. Yeah, there's no bacon that much happy. Anyway, that is part of the promotional video. It goes on for about two and a half minutes, and then there's, I guess, a a longer version that's like eight and a half minutes. Oh, I haven't wow. seen yet, but there it is. You've been saving that for later, huh? Yes. Yes. <laughs> if you'd like to see the video, you can just uh, look up Take, Take Me On Pyongyang Marathon 2015. They actually named it Take Me On. Well, yeah, that way, that way AHA doesn't know that their shit's been stolen yet. Oh, uh, what's AHA going to do? AHA will rain down fury sh- upon North Korea. I am sure that AHA probably still has a career somewhere. And they're going to jump in there and... They could maybe be doing one of those, like, 80s cruises. 
Maybe. You know what? I've never checked our statistics to see if we've been downloaded in North Korea. I'm going to have to take a look at that. All right, moving on to ball talk. Just a potpourri of balls, a little smattering. I do have this. Uh, some, there is some very big news at the end of ball talk, but I'll save it for that. Some sad news also in the world of sports, but this time in uh, Sporting America, where the L.A. Lakers may have lost one of their most celebrated fans. So, not to dying or anything like that. The TMZ Sports uh, section went out and did an interview with very famed Lakers fan, Jack Nicholson. And oh, he is the Lakers fan. He is the Lakers fan. You, If you watch any L.A. Lakers games, which uh, usually you have to because somebody's going to play them that you want to see, the one of the most uh, the biggest fans that they have on the side are um, is Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, of course, always there courtside, always rooting on, always having his sunglasses on and all of that stuff. Um, well, Jack Nicholson has now said he will sell his courtside seats to anybody that wants them because he's over it. He's hasn't he been their fan for like he thirty has. something years? He has. Now here's the shocking coincidence of, of why he's saying he's over it. Okay. For the first time in years, the Lakers really, really suck. They are a bad, bad basketball team, one of the worst teams in the league. And now all of a sudden all their little celebrity fans are deciding, no, well now I'm Aww. not into it. I can't believe that. That seems so unlike a Lakers I, fan. I cannot understand how Lakers fans there in Hollywood who go there to be seen at the games would be fair-weather fans when their team starts losing. But, lo and behold, there it is. So, Jack Nicholson, no longer a fan of the Lakers. That is is that shocking news. And, all right, we'll go to one more story here in Ball Talk, our final story. And this is big news. And this is something that you, if you listen to uh, Ball Talk, you may have heard that there were rumors of this happening. Well, it's going to happen. Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Manny Pacquiao have agreed to fight each other. Now, this is a fight that's been years in the making. Uh, they are, I believe, in welter, yeah, they're welterweight champions in two different boxing organizations. So when they fight, the winner will be the un- undisputed champion. And this is a fight that's been, been highly touted and everybody has wanted for quite some time, for a number of years. They're believed to be the I two best I just love it whenever boxers. you say highly touted because I, highly I touted. think that you really like that, that sentence. Highly touted fight. Between Floyd Mayweather Jr., Money Mayweather, and Manny Pacquiao. So it's going to be happening on May 2nd. And there's a couple of things with this. One, it's expected to be the most lucrative fight in history. They're saying that the gross will be around $400 million for this one. $400 million. But, I mean, think about that number. Think about, like, the biggest blockbuster movie of all time was maybe, maybe cross that. But, I mean, how much that takes to get to $400 million? This is one boxing match. You know, that may be, I don't know, half hour, 40 minutes or something if they go go most of the time. An hour. $400 million generated just on that one fight. Wow. And uh, part of that is Mayweather is going to get 60% of the money. Pacquiao will get 40%. That was what Mayweather insisted, that he get more money than Pacquiao. And Pacquiao agreed to that, which at that point, it's so much money. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, so much money. Uh, they are, are saying that is the pay-per-view to watch it. So just to watch it at home, and this had to be a partnership between HBO and Showtime because one they're each represented by the other one. I think um, I think Floyd Mayweather is Showtime and Pacquiao's HBO. I can't remember, but e- either way, these two networks came to an agreement. You know, and they're competing networks to co-broadcast the thing. But with that, the charge for the pay-per-view is expected to be about ninety dollars, 
and and it says uh, probably ten dollars more for high definition. So basically a hundred bucks to wow. watch it at home. One hundred dollars to watch this fight. On top of that, tickets to the match um, are expected to go around for the cheap tickets. The cheap ones are expected to be about four thousand dollars a piece. Oh my god! For the cheap seats. And they believe, the experts uh, in this article are saying that they believe the fight could go for anywhere between fifty to one hundred thousand dollars for a ringside seat. Fifty to one hundred thousand dollars for one seat. I have no words. Yeah. So that is what the expectation is going to be. So Floyd Money Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao agreeing. To fight. I admit I do want to see the fight just because it's been talked about for so damn long. But I don't know, a hundred bucks? Gotta have a lot of people going in on it to make that worth it. Maybe yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd watch it. Yeah, I wouldn't pay a hundred bucks for it. No. Maybe we can figure something out. Alright, there we go. Anyway, that is the fight. Pacquiao versus Mayweather. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Expect to hear so much about this fight leading up to it that I'm just giving you a warning when right now. The, when is it's it happening? just starting. May 2nd is when the fight's going to be. Oh, God. So it's going to be like February, March, April. So three months of I would people. say as soon as March Madness, the NCAA basketball tournament is over, which is um, you know in March, as soon as that's over, it's going to be all NFL draft and all Pacquiao Mayweather. You will hear things over and over and over and so much publicity for this thing. Because both HBO and Showtime are behind it, and it's pay-per-view, so that means anybody can rent it. It's going to be nonstop publicity and promotion. Oh, God. Nonstop. You will see it everywhere. That's that's my prediction on that. Anyway. Well, I believe that your prediction is probably correct. Unlike your Oscars ones. Yeah, I think it's I think it's still pretty mm-hmm. good. I think it's still good. Well, you know what I can predict, Sarah, with 100% accuracy? Sarah's already giving me the face of, like, are you really going to do this? Wow, you're just a full-on cheese ball today. I can't predict fantastic savings at Next Adventure. No. <laughs> Your face is ruining it for me. I know nobody can see this, but I was I was going to do it. Next Adventure is awesome, and they are one of our sponsors at Fun Employment Radio. They, I, if Brian hears that one, he's probably not going to be happy with my transition there. Oh, I think that it was a wonderful transition. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Deacon Brian, Next Adventure. Uh, Deacon Brian's Next Adventure. Of course, uh, Next Adventure right here in Portland, Oregon, on the corner of... Southeast Stark and Grand. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. And right and now... online all over the world at nextadventure.net. Nextadventure.net. That is where you can go and shop online. And the thing is, right now, is ski equipment, like anything you can think of, coats, gloves, skis, boots... Pants, it's all on sale for a uh, for really good price yeah, right now. Jackets, gloves, anything that you need. Yeah, anything that you would want. I mean, it's a, it's a really good deal on there. I'm actually considering picking up a new ski jacket because I can. Well, use and the one. thing about this too is that there's so much discounted stuff, and it isn't just like one type or one style. Like no, it's, uh, it's all, all across the board. Yeah, and it's all quality stuff. So it was already at a very good price, and now it's discounted on top of that. Nextadventure.net or Next Adventure right here on Stark and Grand in Portland, Oregon. Um, yeah, go there, and if you do pick something up, you know, say hi to them. Or shoot us an email and just let us know that you stopped by Next Adventure because we really appreciate them supporting us. And we can't bring the show every day without uh, support from, from businesses like Next Adventure. Yeah, so, and support from folks like you. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, it all, it all works out. And so we appreciate it very much. Appreciate you guys and them. Nextadventure.net. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, of note, you probably noticed that Aaron Duran wasn't on today's show and that uh, he, had a, he had a thing going on, a mm-hmm. good thing. But he is, I believe, going to be joining us next week. So he'll He'll be back awesome. next week. 
Yeah, so Aaron Duran right here on Fun Employment Radio. He will be back later today, though, for Drive Time at the Drive-In, his show on the Fun Employment Radio Network, which will be happening at 5.30 p.m. right here live on the stream. So tune in for that. All right. All good things. All good things. Send us an email, funemploymentradio, gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120, and watch out for lamb babies. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with (laughs) more Fun Employment Radio. (laughs) Bye, guys. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.